Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rise and Realize podcast. I am your host, Riley Rose. Each episode, we discuss the reality of what living a balanced and healthy lifestyle truly is. Through it all, our only option is to keep rising. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two. I just wanted to start this episode off thanking everybody for listening to episode one. It was a huge leap of faith for me to do this. Um, You know, I'm, you know, insecurity, obviously, self-doubt gets in the way, and I'm super glad that I did it. And now that it's done, I'm excited to go ahead and start creating more episodes. So this episode, we're going to be talking about finding balance, which is one of my favorite kind of topics to dig into because I'm very passionate about the balance of a sustainable life because I think creating a sustainable, healthy lifestyle is extremely difficult and overwhelming. But I do think that just reflecting and being able to dive into your lifestyle create the perfect balance for you. Before we get started, a friendly reminder how I live my life balanced and how your friends live their life balanced. No one's exactly the same because it's very um, influenced by people's schedules, people's, you know, whole lifestyle, what they do each day, what they do for work. Everything like that is different variables that create this. So please um, take some time to focus on what you do every single day and what your goals are and truly just feel what is comfortable for you. Don't stress anything. Don't um, force yourself into anything. Okay, so with that friendly reminder, let's get started. So how I find balance and, you know, my balance in my life, I describe it as the 80-20 rule, which I think is a very good and simple basis to start finding your balance. Um, The 80-20 rule is pretty much 80% of the time, whether it is uh, fitness or your nutrition, you are on point, you are doing exactly what you are doing to reach those goals. And then those the extra 20% is, you know, the time to kind of relax, kind of um, maybe enjoy the labeled unhealthy foods and um, take some time off from the gym. So looking at my week, I work Monday through Friday. So I always prep the meals that I eat the night before for the next day so I'm able to have that done and I know that what I'm going to be eating is on track and healthy. Of course, the weekends I spend some time with friends, I go to dinners and I, of course, sometimes go off of that. There are days of the weekend that I do stick to it um, for, you know, of course, there's three meals in a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Sometimes my breakfast is bad. Sometimes my lunch is, you know, eh, and then dinner is fine, vice versa. It's whatever works. It's whatever I'm doing that day. I don't freak out because I know that that one or two bad meals through the weekend is not going to derail my whole progress. And it's just time spent, you know, the memories you're creating the time that you're spending with these people that you love it's really important and not of course if you're going to be just focused on eating healthy so monday through friday i i'm pretty much on point because i know exactly what meals i'm going to have but of course there's always temptations that come up at work if somebody brings in different treats or if you're going to go out to dinner one night anything like that Um, And my biggest thing, I just wanted to give a little tip for how to deal with workplace temptations um, is I just do like a five second little questionnaire in my head when I am presented with something. So the five question or the five second questionnaire, I go through the different steps of, okay, 
this is being presented to me. Am I about to eat this because I am stressed or upset? Or am I about to eat this because it's available to me? If I do eat this, am I going to fully enjoy it? Or am I just simply eating it for reason A or B of being stressed or just being bored? And it's because it's convenient in there. And then also I just think like, okay, if I eat this, how am I going to feel after? Once I go through those questions, I kind of allow myself to like, either indulge in it and totally enjoy it or be like, okay, great, move on with your day and whatever. Regardless if I eat it or I don't, I still enjoy my day. I still eat my prepped foods. I don't like take away a meal to supplement the calories or anything like that. Um, I just know that, you know, I enjoyed it. It's life like again, 80-20, like my whole day can't be 100% all the time. There's going to be that little 20% of wiggle room for it to be sustainable for me not to be crazy about it. So then for exercise, the same goes for the 80-20 rule. Um, Monday through Friday, I definitely try to make it to the gym each day. Um, Some days there's different plans or I just really don't feel up for it and I won't go. On Thursday of this week, actually, I ran for the first time since September. Uh, September, I did a 10K run and I was like running every single day during my lunch breaks, everything like that. I was on my game. After the 10K, I'm just like, "Mm, I'm not going to run anymore. So me not running anymore. Of course, like my stamina is like very, very bad. And uh, I died after two miles. Like I was a mess after two miles. And then Friday yesterday, I was so sore. My hips were like, I felt like a grandma walking around. I was like so sore. I'm still sore today. So I did skip the gym yesterday. So I'm going to try to go today um, and then I will also try to go tomorrow just because my plans are kind of aligning with me being at the gym and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to get at least some movement in and that's my next big thing is getting any type of movement in. So getting any type of movement in creates a habit in your brain that sticks with like this is part of your routine like without it there's something missing. So you know how like creating a routine for like getting coffee in the morning is so easy for us but I feel like doing something like going to the gym is so hard for some reason. So I always say like, just get into the gym. Literally like your body physically needs to either drive to the gym or go to your house gym, wherever you work out. Your body needs to like be in gym clothes and you need to physically like show up. So when you show up, even if you stretch, even if you do like a quick ab workout or walk on the treadmill or anything, like you physically showed up. So your brain is like, oh, this is part of our routine. We're doing our regular routine. And some days when you don't do a full workout, you at least made that motion in your routine. So once that gets built into your routine, you learn it and it's like you're missing something if you don't do it or you feel incomplete if you don't do it, if you get what I mean. Now, I'm also not saying that, you know, every single day that we don't want to go to the gym, we don't have to push ourselves because, you know, seven out of 10 times, I'm going to say like, there's points in my day that I'm so excited to go to the gym and then there's times in my day that I would rather do anything but go to the gym. So, you know, that whole showing up mentality also comes with, you know, pushing yourself a little bit. But of course, you know, the pushing yourself comes with respecting your body and respecting what it can do rather than pushing it to punish it. Um, So we push ourselves to go to the gym to show up because our bodies are able to move. We are rewarding our bodies with this movement that it deserves. 
We're not pushing ourselves to get to the gym to burn off those calories of all the food that we ate. Like that is such a negative mentality to have that's just going to lead you to dread eating healthy, to dread getting to the gym. And with all of that added stress, like the results that you're going to see are not going to be sustainable. They're not going to be long-term results to, you know, have. So I think the biggest thing is knowing that tough love that you give yourself is totally out of, you know, that self-doubt little voice in the back of your head that you're having. That push is also going to create it to have that habit be such a regular thing in your schedule. What I always say also when I'm at the gym um, is our brains stop, how do I say this? So our brains stop thinking, how do I say this? Our brains think that we reached maximum capacity or maximum effort at 40%. You still have 60% to work with. So when you're on the treadmill and you're already been on there for 15 minutes running and you're like, oh my gosh, I am so tired, most likely that is just mind over matter and you can push past it. That 40% that you just made it to, you still got 60% that you're able to run. So of course, you know, maxing out at 100% every single day isn't going to be realistic, but never doubt yourself. Always see if you can push past that, get into that uncomfortable area get into that uncomfortable region that you're like oh like this is kind of hard like this hurts and you just gotta push past that you know give yourself some tough love once in a while we are giving ourselves tough love out of the best intentions that we know that we're capable of doing it and that little self-doubt voice gets quieter and quieter every single time we push ourselves Okay, now that I'm done with that rant, I want to kind of go back and now that I've explained that balance rule, explained how I live my balance rule, I wanted to give, you know, a little bit of helpful insights of how to break apart your lifestyle and create that balance. It's not going to be like an overnight thing that you can just like write down and then like be like, okay, starting tomorrow, here's my lifestyle. This is how I'm exactly going to live it. It is total trial by error. I have been doing this for seven, eight years, I think. Seven years? Seven years. I have been doing this for seven years and it has been constant trial and error. And then also through change, then I have to like take away some stuff and like modify it. It's going to constantly be changing, but if you can create like a foundation and like a ground of like, hey, this is how I function the best, you're going to be golden. Okay, so what I do is I look at my week. Okay, what is my week like? What is my work schedule like? If you go to school, what is your school schedule like on top of your work schedule or vice versa? Then I take a look at, do I have any plans that are quote unquote in my way? So if they're, you know, out of the ordinary dinner plans, out of the ordinary meetings, anything like that, plan ahead for those and see those before it's like the day of and you're like, oh my gosh, my day is ruined. I don't have enough food. I don't have enough time to go to the gym, anything like that. If you're prepared and you know that that's forecasted, then great. Um, You know, kind of talking loosely, if it is like a last minute plan, that's another thing. But that goes back to the 80-20 rule. You know, you can't can't control everything. Sometimes things are going to be going not how they were planned originally. Um, So then I look at a week, my week from the full week, you know, like I said, uh, your work schedule, school schedule, and then of course any unplanned things. Then I choose a day that is the best, usually of course in the beginning of whatever your week is going to start as. For me, it's Sunday, and this is I call my replenish and refresh 
uh, day. This is like grocery shopping. This is laundry day. But generally, uh, most or more importantly, you know, grocery shopping, making sure I have all of my healthy foods available. I have healthy snacks available, everything like that. Um, so then also looking at your week plan, your gym time, what's going to be the best time. And then with that, what is going to be your best gym time during the week? Um, so, you know, if making it to the gym is so unrealistic for you during the week or, um, you know, for certain days of the week, you can kind of modify that. Can you do at home workouts? Can you just go for a walk on your lunch break? Um, anything that you are going to be moving and to, um, into um, implement movement into your life. Um, So then also look forward and see, you know, the rest days that I'm going to take, the days that I'm going to take off. Do I want to supplement some active rest days into my schedule? Um, Active rest days allow your body to you know, still be active, still be moving. So it's not so harsh the first day that you return back to the gym. But active rest days can be fun activities like dog walking, um, you know, maybe a yoga class, a quick stretch in your living room, anything like that when you set aside a thing that to do that's lower um, lower intensity that's just going to kind of reward your brain and reward your body with knowing that you're still moving your body um, just a little bit more gentle on your rest days. Um, so once you have your week kind of looked at and pulled apart, um, that's going to be something that you will have to do each week, but you're going to then kind of build a routine. You know, you're going to have the same, mostly the same schedule, everything like that, and you're going to have the same goals for each day. Okay, and with that, I'm going to be wrapping up episode two. I always like to just give some friendly advice at the end um, because I know a lot of it is a lot of information through this episode and it's sometimes overwhelming, but take it at your pace. Um, The only option is to rise, as I always say, and it's so important just to be aware of how lucky we are to have this one body and to have this one life. Um, So, you know, start creating, start creating goals, start creating some motivation for yourself to start now. Don't wait to start. Just go do it. You are a very capable person and you are able to reach your goals. It's not going to happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight for anybody Um, and you can do it. So have a great rest of your week, everybody, and I will see you next time.